The Health Ranger Report with Mike Adams. Do you feel like you've tried everything for weight loss and you're still not getting the results that you want? My name's Mike Adams. I'm the Health Ranger, the editor for NewsTarget.com. And in this podcast, I'm going to discuss one of the main reasons that we tend to overeat. Now, I don't have anything for sale here. This is just information. There's no book or supplements or anything like that. This is just me sharing information with you about one of the most overlooked reasons for weight gain. And it goes way beyond what people typically think of being the root causes for weight gain. We think typically that, well, it's just because we're eating too much or not exercising enough, or maybe we're eating too many sugars. But if you've tried all of those things, I mean, if you've tried the appetite suppressants and you've tried exercising in the gym and you've tried starving yourself and you've tried miracle diets and maybe even pharmaceuticals for weight loss and it's still not working, then there's something else that I invite you to consider. It may be a mind-body connection. It may be an emotional need or an emotional hunger. Now, don't dismiss this idea right offhand. Give this some, some serious thought here, and I'm going to explain why this is one of the most overlooked causes of weight gain. You see, when we feel empty inside, typically due to some kind of relationship situation with other people, it could be a partner or a spouse, it could be work, family, children, parents, could be any number of things. When we feel empty in those relationships, we need some way or we seek out some way to make ourselves feel better. We want to elevate our mood and our bodies are actually seeking a better mood. They're seeking a better state of being and when your body isn't getting that through nourishing relationships, you might say, then it turns to other pathways to get what it needs. And that's when the cravings start kicking in. Because you know what really elevates your mood quickly? Chocolate. Yeah, you know it. Chocolate with uh, maybe even some sugar, some sweeteners or something that kicks in right away. It actually makes you feel good. It really does. Chocolate is like a mild drug. And it works. We all feel better when we're eating chocolate, and even for hours afterwards. So foods become a way to fill that empty space that really needs to be filled with healthy, loving relationships. And this is how it happens. Then instead of actually seeking out those healthy relationships or working on our existing relationships to make them better, we end up self-medicating, in a sense, with, often, chocolate. And this is made all the easier because these days there's so much good news about the health benefits of chocolate that now we even have an excuse. We can self-medicate at the same time that we're looking in the mirror and saying, this is good for me. <laughs> it's a great system of self-deception. Now, of course, chocolate is good for you if it's raw cacao especially and if it's not made with refined sugars or high fructose corn syrup. I mean, if it's real cacao from the rainforest, then it is good for you, but it doesn't replace the need to have those healthy, loving relationships in your life. So here's an action plan to think about. If you're struggling with obesity or weight gain, or you just can't seem to lose those last few pounds, 
I invite you to consider the possibility that you might start looking somewhere other than diet pills and appetite suppressants and starving yourself and even, even exercise, although exercise is a very important part of this. But I invite you to look beyond that and take, take a closer look at what's going on in your life in terms of relationships. How's your relationship with your significant other? Or are you still trying to find that significant other? And maybe that's an emptiness that actually would make you healthier if that were fulfilled. How's your relationship with your children or your parents or your siblings? Are there relationships that need mending? Is there any relationship in which you feel that you are being de-energized? Perhaps someone is taking your energy, maybe even stealing your energy. Uh, sometimes we call them energy vampires. These are people that hang around and suck the life out of you, often while they're claiming to help you. <laughs> so you've got to watch out for energy vampires. Sometimes those, those appear in the form of friends. And so you might want to take a look at your friends. On the other hand, you might have wonderful friends who are energy contributors. When you're around them, you actually feel more energized, and they do too. And those are the kinds of friends that you really want to seek out. Those are the relationships that are worth developing. And of course, family is sometimes the most challenging realm in which to make sure our relationships stay healthy. So with family, well, sometimes we have to be willing to set our egos aside and be willing to, for example, apologize to someone or forgive someone or to state something that needs to have been said for many years, but we've been too afraid to say it. Sometimes old baggage can stay with you for a very long period of time. You know where that old baggage, that emotional baggage ends up? It ends up embedded in your tissues. It's true. Your tissues actually have a memory. And this is especially true of the tissues that are impacted by weight gain and weight loss. This is why sometimes weight loss, that is when you're actually burning that fat and shrinking that adipose tissue, can sometimes be a traumatic experience, emotionally traumatic. This is a roadblock for a lot of people. They may begin to have early success with their weight loss efforts, and they may begin to break down those fat tissue deposits and let go of some of that energy, that stagnation. But then with it, suddenly, there's the movement of emotional baggage, bad memories that have been stored away, or trauma of some kind, or just stagnation. And this starts to freak people out. And they say, oh my God, this weight loss is really difficult. I, I feel depressed or I feel sad. And I, I felt, you know, I didn't feel sad before, but now that I'm losing weight, I'm starting to feel sad. What's this all about? I'm supposed to feel happy. Well, this is all part of the cleansing process. Sometimes when you're burning fat, you really are letting go of emotional stuff. And guess what? That stuff expresses its, itself on the way out. So even as you're getting rid of it and setting it free or transforming it or letting it go somewhere else, even as you're doing that, it is still running through your system and making you feel that one last time. It's sort of like if you eat really bad pizza and you get food poisoning, you have to regurgitate that pizza, but guess what? You're going to taste it on the way out, even though you still need to get rid of it. It's the same way with emotional baggage. And believe me, it will pass. Whatever you are feeling in that phase will pass, you'll return to normal, and you'll, you'll 
actually have succeeded in losing that body fat and in letting go of that emotional baggage at the same time. Now this is a place from which you can really begin to heal holistically. And you'll not only be conquering your weight loss goals, you'll also be healing your relationships, especially with the people in your life that you consider to be important. And this is, again, this is the way we, we get to holistic health, is we don't just focus on blocking appetite or a liposuction to remove tissue. We don't just focus on some local uh, piece of tissue or cosmetic item that annoys us. No, we focus on the whole being. What is it that you, as a whole person, as a conscious, living, spiritual being, what is it that you need in order to find healthy balance through which healthy body weight will express itself naturally. That's the magic of addressing this issue from the point of view of, of emotional needs. And we all have them. We all need connection. Connection with ourselves and with others. We all need some love and affection. And the truth is, if we're not getting that, it can sometimes make it impossible to maintain a healthy body weight. And that can be a vicious downward spiral that is sometimes very difficult to get out of because if you're alone, for example, and you haven't met the right person in your life and you're also eating too much, you can, you can get down about it. And you, know, you don't feel like going to the gym, you don't feel like meeting new people, you don't feel confident enough. So you need some way to jumpstart that process and get yourself back into a healthy cycle where you can spiral upwards. And the way to do that is to address this relationship issue. Sometimes you can start that right with your family. If you don't have a supportive family, you can, you can start that with friends. If you can't find supportive friends, there's always the last resort. You can start it with yourself. Yeah, it's true. One of the most challenging yet intimate and important things that you can do is have a trusting healthy relationship with yourself so that you know that when you commit to doing something you're going to follow through with it so that you commit to making the decisions that are that are in your own self-interest the decisions that are going to be the best for you in the long run and this means doing things like being true to you and not allowing others to steal your energy your time your efforts or your creativity so maintaining your boundaries and honoring yourself honoring your time and honoring your physical body and your mental health at the same time. And one of the ways that you honor your body and your mind is that when you go to the grocery store or when you're at a restaurant and you're picking out some kind of food to eat, that you think carefully about what will honor your body. So simply by changing what you're doing at the grocery store, by purchasing healthier foods, you can demonstrate a level of integrity and faith to yourself and that demonstration will then it will encourage this this level of self-consciousness and self-awareness that will expand to the point where you can then begin to interact with others in a healthier way and get your emotional needs fulfilled I don't mean to make that sound so esoteric let me see if I can put that into uh, some some easier terms here. If you're at the grocery store and you're making these good decisions, you're demonstrating to yourself that you are committed to you and that you are going to honor yourself. 
And from that place of honoring yourself, you'll find your own self-image enhanced. You'll find that you, you are feeling better about yourself. And then it's from that place that it's very easy to make new connections with other people. Whether those are social situations with friends, professional situations at work, or intimate relationships with life partners. And so this is a very important process, and it really does start with ourselves. So to wrap this up, let's summarize. If you're having trouble losing weight, and you've tried all those other things, including diet pills and appetite suppressants, exercise, or whatever, it could be because you're lacking emotional fulfillment, and this can be resolved. So look to those locations in your life where you have your emotions getting stuck, or what we call emotional stagnation. Look to your emotions with yourself, your emotional relationships with others, especially your life partners and your family members, and look to relationships with people like friends and co-workers and others out in the world. See if there's an emotional need that's not getting filled and it, perhaps it's being masked by overeating or, or self-medicating with wonderful healing foods like chocolates. Now, speaking of wonderful foods, it is possible that you might have your emotional life in perfect balance. You might have perfectly healthy relationships with family and friends and self and um, partner, whatever the case may be, and yet you're still struggling with weight loss. Well, this can be for many other reasons. For example, if you eat a lot of high fructose corn syrup or refined sugars or refined grains like white flour, guess what? Those things are going to put on some extra body weight. Those, those add weight for biochemical reasons. It's not complex and it's not emotional. It's just straight biochemistry or human physiology. So those things should always be avoided no matter what. And isn't it interesting that those are the things that we tend to turn to when we feel gaps in our emotional nourishment. We go to those refined foods, don't we? Those are the things that make us feel good more quickly. They're like drugs. They're like dietary crack almost. And they do medicate us temporarily. But you've got to watch out for those even if you have your emotional life in order Watch out for all those refined foods. So that means no high fructose corn syrup, sucrose, white sugar, white bread, white flour. Cut all the whites out of your diet and eat whole grains. Eat superfoods, fresh, raw, if possible, produce. Get fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And if you eat meat, be sure it's free-range, organic, uh, ethically harvested meat. Don't go out and buy feed, what are they, feedlot cattle meat? Uh, who knows what's in that stuff? And it's deadly to the environment and it's cruel to the animals as well. And you don't want that energy in you either. So avoid those things. Seek out only free range, naturally raised, ethically harvested meat products if you eat them at all. And one final thing I strongly discourage any use of pharmaceuticals to try to lose weight. Now, I know the drug companies are out there promoting pharmaceuticals as miracle weight loss drugs. Well, the truth is, if you look at the actual clinical studies, these drugs aren't very effective even when they work. I think the average weight loss after one year of use of the most popular drug on the market was only four or five pounds. Very small amount of weight loss 
you know, something like half a, half a pound every month. That's not much weight loss, especially given the side effects and how antisocial those side effects are. I mean, we're talking about involuntary anal discharge as one of the side effects. That's not a great way to win friends and influence people. So if you're trying to have healthy relationships, you sure don't need that side effect in your life. So probably these pharmaceuticals are things to avoid or certainly think twice about before reaching for them out of desperation. Now what about other pharmaceuticals? Statin drugs, cholesterol drugs, uh, uh, COX-2 inhibitors, antidepressant drugs, and so on. Well, I think those should be avoided too for other reasons. I think they interfere with healthy weight loss. I think statin drugs uh, especially, they sap your cellular energy and they take away your willpower. And there is willpower involved in this process as there is in anything regarding personal growth. And I think antidepressants mess with your brain chemistry. And guess what? Antidepressants cause weight gain. It's true. In one year of using antidepressant drugs, those are the SSRIs, the average person will gain, get this, 22 pounds of body fat in one year. 22 pounds of body fat. And of course, that will make you even more depressed. So antidepressants cause the very condition that they claim to treat. Now, of course, you could then take pharmaceuticals for weight loss and you, you might be able to lose four or five pounds out of those 22 pounds that you gained during that year. But that still puts you ahead by 17 pounds. You're still 17 pounds heavier than you were last year. Now you're on two prescription drugs and you've got involuntary anal discharge. This is not a good situation. So I recommend getting rid of these pharmaceuticals. Now my disclaimer is that you should only do so under the direction of a qualified health practitioner. There are some drugs that are dangerous to quit abruptly, so be sure to gradually reduce your dependence on them under the supervision of preferably a naturopathic physician. So overall, think about all of these reasons for possible weight gain. Don't limit yourself to just one symptomatic treatment. Don't think, oh, I need liposuction because my problem is just too much tissue. I guarantee you, your problem is not too much tissue. Your problem is something a lot more complex and more holistic. It's based on the whole person, your beliefs, your experience, your relationships with others, your relationship with self, and of course your behaviors and what you choose to eat. These are all part of the big picture. And this segment here has just been about discussing one segment or one aspect of this that is frequently overlooked, and that's the emotional fulfillment aspect. So I hope this has been valuable to you. I've enjoyed sharing it with you. And if you'd like to hear more podcasts on various natural health topics, you can check them out at newstarget.com. That's N-E-W-S, target.com. And my name is Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, and thanks for listening. been my pleasure sharing this information with you. <music>